All right, welcome, 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 everybody. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Yes, I knew I was right. Uh, if you are wondering who I am, I am Natalie Blewis. I am the host of the show and the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paper, scaling your business, and take advantage of opportunities that come from being a fully legitimized business. So I help you with things like getting your business registered with the state, um, getting EIN numbers, getting DUNS numbers, making sure you have contracts, basic brand protection strategies, hiring employees properly. All of those foundational things that you need to make your business real and solid and have a good foundation, do all of those. I'm so happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney with a special nation, have been a licensed attorney for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline in the realm of reality and administrative. And most important, very passionate about making business and legal education as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school. But a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some basic business concepts that you're going to need to know. There's no way around it, okay? Let's see how we can work together um, to get your business idea, you know, out of your head and onto some paper and, you know, have papers filed. I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram, and it is all over uh, my Facebook and on my Twitter and everywhere else you find me. Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. There you're going to be able to book a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. You will also be able to download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you get your dream business started in seven days or less. And I also want to let you guys know about my, uh, my, my business startup basics video training bundle. It is four videos and three eBooks. Hi, Abramson 99 CJ. Uh, it is four videos and three eBooks giving you a crash course into entrepreneurship and how, um, and what steps you need. Hi, Alva Scott. You need to make your business legitimate and, and walk you through those steps if you are more of a kind of DIYer, all right? So go pick that up right now at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. But that is enough about me. Let's get to the show. If you are new here, but I think everybody's, you know, uh, everybody here has been here before, but for those who might be watching it who don't know what this is, um, I pull stories from the news. This is so, so. This is we do this Monday through Friday. I pull stories from the news. I pull stories that you guys send to me, stories that I found on gossip sites, uh, you know, Google alerts that I have, and I pull the stories that have uh, business concepts that we can learn as you know entrepreneurs, and we discuss them. Okay, so this is a conversation. I do want to hear your opinions. I want you to drop your comments in the boxes. If you have a question, don't be afraid to ask it. This is the time to ask your questions. All right. This is why we are here to learn together. All right. So now that we have gone through all of those shenanigans, it is time to get started. All right. So if, uh, let me see, let me see at least one ready on Instagram. Okay. I want to see at least one ready on Instagram. I'm not, I'm not even going to ask for two today. I just want to see one ready on Instagram, Facebook, I want to see some readies for from you too, if you can give me a ready, but I know that the ready is going to be delayed, so I'm going to receive that ready in advance, okay? <laughs> All right, but I am going to wait for my ready on Instagram. There's, there's a few of y'all in here, so I should be able to get at least one, all right? Um, and <laughs> thank you, Alva. All right. 
Thank you, Violet Owl Creations. I got my ready. Okay, let's get started, guys. So, thank you, AP Jackson. The first story that we are talking about tonight. Do we have anybody here who um, either is in a CBD business or who uses CBD? If you if you um, if you are familiar with CBD, put CBD in the comment box. If you know what CBD is. Put CB, hi Tanya, put CBD in the comment box, okay? If you know what CBD is. Um, for those of you who do not know what CBD is, CBD is the non-psychoactive component of the cannabis plant. It is harvested from hemp um, and it is used, you know, to alleviate anxiety, um, you know, and help people relax and do all this stuff without all of the, thank you Falcon Chris, without all of the, you know, psychoactive effects that you get from THC, all right? So that is what CBD is. Why, why am I asking you guys if you know about CBD? Here's why. Um, there is a company called National Grange, okay? National Grange, G-R-A-N-G-E. Um, and the, they are a nonprofit organization um, or lobbying organization, um, and they promote the interests of farmers and farming in the United States. Uh, they have more than 2,000 chapters um, and you know, they're pretty much the spokesperson for the farming industry in the U S. Okay. And they have a trademark on the word Grange. All right. Um, one thing you should also know about national Grange is that they are very opposed to the hemp industry. They do not like the hemp industry and they have actually put on their website, a statement saying that they do not support the hemp industry in any form or fashion. Okay. Um, now here's where the trouble comes in. There is a company in Oregon that is calling themselves hemp Grange, hemp Grange. So hemp, and then the word G R A N G E next to it, hemp Grange. Okay. And hemp Grange, they are a CBD manufacturer and retailer. They, uh, specialize in the extraction of CBD and the sale of cannabis. Okay. So this company they specialize in getting CBD from hemp and they call themselves hemp Grange. Mind you, we have national Grange over here that represents farms and farmers and they don't like hemp. They don't like the hemp industry, right? And national Grange has filed a trademark infringement suit. Um, hi Zephyrina has filed a trademark infringement suit against hemp Grange for using the word Grange in their name. Um, they contacted Hemp Grange by mail and by phone. Um, Hemp Grange is basically saying there's no infringement here. We are, nobody is going to mistake our business for yours. Um, so now, you know, they have to take this to the court. So I want to bring this to the court of public opinion. Do you think that National Grange, um, is being reasonable in trying to sue hemp Grange for using the word Grange in their names. Now, remember when somebody, uh, when you sue for some, someone for trademark infringement, it's because you think that this person using your name, there, people are going to think that that person is associated with your industry or your business. So national Grange, they don't like Oh, Falcon Chris thinks they have reason. National Grange does not like hemp, okay? And then you have this company that says Hemp Grange. And National Grange, they are the representatives for farmers and farming interests. And 
within reason, you could say that, you know, the, the hemp industry is within the farming industry. So do you think that there is a likelihood of confusion between national grains and hemp grains? Falcon Chris 67 thinks that national grains, you know, was reasonable in bringing this, this suit. Zephyrina says that she could see the association. And I could too, because if you think about it, you you can, you can only trademark in your industry, right? So if National Grange has the word Grange trademarked or National Grange trademarked for farming and, you know, farms and farm in the farming industry, it stands to reason that a hemp company that specializes in the extraction of CBD from a cannabis plant that could come under farm or farming, right? Is yes or no? Let me know. Do you think that extracting CBD from a cannabis plant is akin to far, to farming? Because that is essentially the uh, the the the, um, the reasoning that National Grain is granges. They're like, look, we represent farms and farmers, and we have said off top, we don't like CBD. We don't play with her. We don't hang out with her. CBD can find her way out the door. And then you have hemp grains coming here, promoting their CBD, their, their CBD extraction business and using a word that is trademarked in the, in the farming industry. Um, Falcon Chris 67 said cannabis industry has a history with trademark infringement. Absolutely. The thing is now because, um, uh, hemp is actually legal as long as there is, I think 0.3%, um, you know, THC or something in, in the product. So hemp is not illegal, right? The thing is you are, you are bumping heads with longer lasting trademarks at this point. Hello, Shara G. Um, oh, Shara, we are talking about CBD. Uh, friends, um, so right now on Facebook, I have my colleague Shara G who is watching. She is the owner and operator of Can I Ventures, um, an organization that um, helps those who are interested in the cannabis industry get ready for, you know, full legalization and get their business and, you know, get their cannabis business all lined up. So Shara, we have been talking about this company, Hemp Grange, that is being sued by um, a farming lobby group called National Grange. Hemp Grange, they specialize in the extraction of CBD, right? Um, and National Grange is suing them because National Grange, they represent farms and farmers, um, and they don't like the CBD industry. So they are worried that if people see hemp grange, they are afraid that people will associate hemp grange with the na with national grange. And national grange has said, even on their website, that they, they don't like CBD, okay? And I asked the group, um, you know, what do they think about that? Do they think that National Grange was reasonable to bring that suit? Most of them have said yes, because they could see an association between National Grange and Hemp Grange. Both of these are involved with plants and farming and things like that. R regardless of what you think about the cannabis industry at its root, it, it does come to, you know, planting and farming. So there is, there is obviously some type of association that could be made between the two. So National Grange, hi Raven Lovejoy. They have filed this trademark infringement suit against Hemp Grange. So by, I want to see by the numbers, how many of you think National Grange will win? If you think National Grange will win 
and um, Hemp Grange will have to change their name, give me a one. If you think National Grange will lose and Hemp Grange is going to be able to keep using Hemp Grange, give me a two, okay? So if you think National Grange will win, give me a one. If you think Hemp Grange will win, give me a two. I personally think, thank you, Falcon Chris. Falcon Chris thinks that National Grange is going to win. He gave me a one. Um, and I don't disagree with you. National Grange, like I said, they represent farms and the farming industry, right? Tanya thinks that Hemp Grange is going to win. Um, so National Grange, they represent farms and the farming industry. So if I'm a person and I'm trying to get into farming and I know that the National Grange, they represent farmers, but I don't know, you know, that they don't like CBD and I go and I find Hemp Grange, I might think that Hemp Grange is a subsidiary of National Grange. Zephyrina said that she's unsure. And that's totally fine because this case is going to be tried. So even the, the, the court is unsure. That's why they're bringing this case to court so that they can bring the evidence forth and say, hey, these are the reasons why we think this is, in, in, that why this is trademark infringement. All right. Yes. Thank you, Falcon Chris 67. All right. So we are going to wait and see what happens between National Grange and Hemp Grange. All right. Um, all right, so we are moving on to our next, uh, story. Uh, for those of you who just came in, you are watching, uh, Sharon, she said she thinks National will win. And I, I agree with you. I agree with the people who said one. I do think that National Grange with win. They have more clout. They've been around longer. Um, and they represent a larger portion of the farming population. Um, and, th and they were here first. <laughs> all right. So, uh, we are moving on to our next story. Thank you all for your participation. I love it. All right. Um, how many of y'all have heard of Uggs? U-G-G. How many of you guys have heard of Uggs? They're them ugly little boots that keep your, that keep your feet warm. If you have heard of Uggs, give me a U in the comments. If you have heard of Uggs, give me a U in the comments. Okay. Um, I, if you, if you've been watching this show, um, cannabis, Shara G said cannabis companies do it all the time to try to normalize their companies. And that's why they're getting hit with infringement suits. Shara, you got to show them how to do it out in these streets. Okay. <laughs> Zephyrina said, yes, I've had some ugly boots. Tanya gave me my, you, my, my, uh, AP Jackson gave me my, you. Yes. Okay. So we all know what Uggs are, right? They specialize in them ugly little boots that keep your feet warm. Yes. I call them ugly little boots. I think the shoes are ugly. <laughs> Okay. Yes, please come over to IG. I know that there's a long delay on Facebook. Guys, if you want to join the broadcast in more real time, please come over to IG. There is a long delay on Facebook. It's about 30 to 60 seconds. Okay. Um, yes, but, um, we are moving on to our next case. So we've got some people here who know what Uggs are. Hi, Muhammad. Um, if you didn't know, uh, the Uggs, the, the word is actually a trademark term and it is owned by a company named Deckers. Okay. And Deckers, they are very, um, they are very vigilant about protecting their trademark for Uggs. Uh, if you watch the show with any regularity, a few months ago, I talked about a story where, um, Hey Tanya, where an Australian, um, an Australian shoe retailer, just a guy who had a shoe store in Australia, he was selling shoes in his store and he was calling them Uggs because for him, Ugg was just, you know, a common name for a shoe. He didn't think apparently it was trademarked. I don't know how. Anyway, the company that owns the trademark for Uggs sued this man 
And he has now a a $500,000 judgment against him. So he has to pay the company that owns Uggs, the trademark for Uggs. This one man has to pay them $500,000. And he's just a small shoe owner. Like his his store is probably going to fold because he doesn't have this money. But this, like when companies are serious about protecting their brands, they do not care if you are big or little. They are going to come after you. All right. Okay. So um, so now that we know that Deckers likes to sue people for using the name, um, I want to ask you guys a question. How many of you guys have ever shopped at Steve Madden or have heard? of Steve Madden, the shoe brand. If you have heard of Steve Madden, give me an SM in the comments. Give me, give, if you have heard of, hey, can I ventures? If you have heard of Steve Madden, give me an SM in the comments. Okay. Now, Steve Madden has come up a lot in this show. Okay. Uh, they are always getting sued for, uh, stealing designs, um, they've been sued by like, I want to say, thank you, Zephyrina. They've been sued by Skechers. They've been sued by, uh, all manner of shoe companies. Um, you know, and, and them saying that, thank you, Violet Owl Creations, that Steve Madden has stolen their design. And this is what Steve Madden does. Steve, you go to Steve Madden to get low cost versions of you know, the high-end shoes that you want. Steve Madden is the Fashion Nova of shoes, (laughs) okay? Um, And like Fashion Nova, Steve Madden is always getting sued. Currently, Steve Madden is being sued by the company that owns the UGG trademark because of a fuzzy leopard uh, slingback slipper. If you looked at my stories today, I posted a picture of two different fuzzy slippers. And I asked you guys if they were too close for comfort. Hi, Miracle Leathers. Um, I asked you guys if they were too close for comfort. And like 80, like 80% of you said it was too close for comfort. Now, both of these shoes, they um, had leopard prints. They were furry. They had chunky heels and they had a slingback. The, di- the only difference between these shoes was that um, there was one shoe by Uggs and the, sl- the, the, the slingback strap had Ugg all over the strap and it was a little bit lighter. Um, <laughs> Violet Owl Creation said, um, as I put my Steve Madden Balenciagas back in the closet, look, do you girl, okay? I don't hang on, any- get your fashions how you can. Hi, Jack Barrymore my one. All right. So, Uggs, they they have this this furry slingback slipper. It's uh, on the Ugg website. I'm sorry, you can't be on on the on the live video. Um, on the website, it's called their Fluff Yeah shoe. Okay, now this isn't just a shoe. This shoe is actually protected by federal trade dress, which means that Uggs they went to the USPTO and they said, hey, this particular shoe. The design of this shoe, it is very unique. It is not just functional. We made it to stand out so that when people see this shoe, they know it's an UGG shoe. So they got a federal trade dress protection for the shoe, okay? Um, and they are saying that the shoe is famous. Uh, you know, they, they sent um, they sent pairs of this shoe to, to uh, the Hadid sisters, Bella, uh, Bella and Gigi, to wear them over social media. They, um, 
you know, and they have given them to several celebrities. And that's how you get your name out there as a brand, that you get famous people to wear your stuff and people like, ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that? So Uggs is like, hey, celebrities have been wearing our shoes. These shoes represent Uggs. When you see these shoes, you automatically think that they are Uggs shoes. So they are suing Steve Madden for infringement. They want the court to order Steve Madden to stop making these shoes and whatever shoes they have now in stock, they want Steve Madden to turn them over and destroy whatever inventory they have. So I'm asking you guys, if you had a chance to look at the, at the shoes in my stories, in my Facebook or my IG stories, do you think that the shoes are truly that similar? Do you think um, that the shoe that belongs to Ugg, if you saw that shoe, would you automatically think it was an Ugg shoe? Now, here is the caveat. The Ugg shoe actually has Ugg on the strap. The Steve Madden shoe does not have any name. It's just a red and black strap. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that Ugg was reasonable in suing Steve Madden for this knockoff fluffy slipper slingback? What do you guys think about that? Um, because I totally think that Ugg is in their rights. While I don't think that people would mistake it for an Ugg item because it does not have an Ugg tag, the Steve Madden was, um, you don't, you don't, you don't think they, they were reasonable in doing that? I think they were. Um, the shoe is pretty unique. I have, I personally, while I don't, I have never seen that shoe and said, oh, that's an Ugg. When I saw the shoe, I'm like, oh, that's really unique. I've never, while I wouldn't wear it, I have never seen a fluffy leopard print chunky heel slingback. So it's a very unique design. And Ugg did their due diligence by, you know, do, doing what they could to protect it. So, um, we're going to have to wait and see what happens between Ugg and Steve Madden, but this is not the first time that, um, Steve Madden is being sued, nor is it the last time. So there is this blog that I read called the fashion law, and they have an article up there. If you go dig around just a little bit and they have a running tally of all of the infringement litigation lawsuits that, uh, Steve Madden has against them right now. So go check out the fashion law and check those out because Steve Madden does this on a regular basis. All right. And you know, Hey, get it how you live, Steve Madden. Cause obviously you've been in business for quite some time. You have an audience. I mean, who going to check you boo, except for these brands. Um, yes, but, uh, good luck to Uggs and good luck to Steve Madden. All right. All right. So we are moving on to our last story of the evening. All right. Um, and I need you guys to get some energy up. All right. Cause we are talking about something really fun. How many of y'all saw the Teddy Riley baby face face off on, on, uh, social media? If you saw the Teddy Riley baby face face off on social media, Give me, give me a one. If you saw the Teddy Riley baby face, uh, you know, battle on social media, give me a one. If you did not see it, give me a two. Okay. Um, and while you do that, uh, I'm going to catch some, some people up who may not know. So on social media, there have been a series of, you know, musical face-offs between powerhouses in the music industry. There was one between Scott Storch. Oh, thank you, AP Jackson. You've seen it. There's one. There was one between Scott Storch and Manny Fresh. 
There was one between Neo and somebody else. There was one between the Dream and um, I can't remember everybody, but the one that everybody's been talking about is the one between Teddy Riley and Babyface, mostly because Teddy Riley tried to do the most. Thank you for the one violent hour creations and ended up losing. <laughs> The man had a whole band, dancers, everything, and just ruined the whole production. I don't know. The, the connection was wrong, whatever. But everybody was clowning Teddy Riley. But people have been watching. And people are really into these, you know, head-to-head -head battles with, with these artists. So much so that the, um, the, the whole series is being called Versus. V-E-R-Z-U-Z, right? Um, and, uh... The, the, the originators of, of this idea, or the originators were Timbaland and Swiss Beats. If you don't know who Timbaland and Swiss Beats are, they are, you know, major producers in the music industry. They have worked with anybody and everybody, um, and they know their stuff. So they have, they put together, you know, these battles, they got the people together, and they're calling it Versus. And it's getting a lot of attention. They, you know, they're getting offers from T, from TV networks, things like that. And they're thinking about making this a thing, you know, a television show when things, or probably when things go back to normal. However, in the meantime, Timbaland is doing his due diligence and he has filed a trademark for the phrase versus TV. So V-E-R-Z-U-Z -Z space TV. Okay. They already, um, they have filed it, um, in the, in the category for entertainment services, be they video on demand, live, audio, visual, and they have a, an, an Instagram page. They already have like 162,000 followers. So Versus is picking up and as he should, Timbaland is taking the steps to protect this, to protect what could be a very lucrative brand for him in the future. The reason why I picked this case for you guys is to help you understand why it's important to protect your intellectual property early. Now, we are all of these music battles are happening on social media in, you know, in the public, you know, nope, nobody really can um is is really really knows who's the head of it. But by Timbaland filing this trademark, he establishes that hey, I was the originator of this. This is mine. And it represents my services, my goods in the marketplace. So as of now, while he's filing, unless he is refused, you cannot go out here and start your own versus, you know, battle on Instagram. Because that is going to open you up to an infringement lawsuit. When you file your trademark, even if it hasn't been accepted yet, you are still allowed to pursue your trademark if you think somebody's using it. Until the USPTO has told you a definite no, you can't have this trademark. If you have filed your application, you have the right to defend it if you think someone is trying to steal it. So, Timbaland is laying down the groundwork early. He is trademarking versus TV. I'm very interested to see uh, where the, where um, where this happens? So um, I, I don't necessarily have a question for this. I just wanted to give you guys a real world example of what it looks like to protect your brand early. Okay, so congratulations to Timbaland. Good for you for filing this trademark because you don't want nobody stealing your stuff. And and it's good that he trademarked it early because you also don't want it to become generic and in the public domain. One of my biggest examples is um cash money records the um baby from cash money records he produced the song bling bling okay 
And he said, had he known how widespread the word bling would have gotten, he would have trademarked the word. And he did not. And now bling is everywhere. Baby could have been a multi-billionaire at this point because of bling, okay? Um, So he is a cautionary tale of what happens if you don't protect your stuff early. And Timbaland is, you know, a prime example of how you protect your stuff early. So I just want you guys to take Timbaland as an example, when you're out here trying to set your brand out in the marketplace, if you are sure of your brand, if you know it can be a thing, if you are, if you stand strong in it and you know that it's something that can, that can, you know, make you successful, you want to protect it early. Okay. And I can help you with that. Um, you can book your free 15 minute consultation at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. All right. So those were the stories that I had for you tonight. Um, we will be back tomorrow for uh, our for our Thursday broadcast, uh, if you guys find any stories that you would like me to talk about, please, please, please send them to me. I always love when you guys send me stories because you guys find such interesting ones. Um, as well, make sure that you go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and see everything that I have going on. Um, ladies, if you would like to attend a virtual summit in June, I am going to be a speaker at the Power of Three Women's Virtual Summit. It is com- Gracie. Who's Gracie? Um, yes, I'm going to be a speaker at the Power of Three uh, Virtual Summit. Uh, it is completely free to attend. If you go to the link in my bio, linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can book your spot now. I will be doing a session on business formation and answering people's questions, and I would love to see you guys in there. So please um, go book your spot for the Power of Three Women's Virtual Summit, okay? Um, please, uh, again... Oh, it's okay. It's all right. It's, it's, you know, things happen live. I'm not worried about nothing. Um, so yeah, so that is what I'm going to leave you with. Um, make sure that you are taking care of yourselves. Make sure that you are taking care of your loved ones. Stay inside, wash your hands. Um, yes, the, the, you know, and, and be good to yourselves. That's all I can tell you. We're going to get, we're going to get through this. Okay. Um, so you guys have a good night and I will see you tomorrow. Bye. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>